This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul on the last Friday afternoon of this year, <clears throat> of the year 5778, as we stand on the threshold of Rosh Hashanah, which will take us into the new year of 5779. And it's a wonderful, wonderful privilege to Baruch Shem have the Zchus to be here again with you and spend a little bit of time speaking some Torah and helping ourselves to get ready for the the great weekend that we have. Baruch Hashem Wazaycha first to a to a beautiful Shabbos, Shabbos Kodis, Pashis Nitzovim, as I say the last Shabbos of, of, of the year and this is the big one as tradition has it and we've kind of accepted from our our ancestors over many many uh, uh, hundreds of years that you know the hakol holech achar hachitum everything goes after the the ending and that the very very last Shabbos of the of the year has the potential and the ability to fix up all the other previous Shabbosas where maybe we didn't put as much effort or we didn't uh, focus as much as we should have on doing on doing the right things and on and on spending and and instilling into our Shabbos the the appropriate uh, amounts of of kedusha and and holiness and and uh, you know effort that that we uh, that we that we need to so this is a uh, an amazing week for our own individual uh, Shabbos project to make this the best possible Shabbos we can and Bez Hashem the Rabban Shalom will then look uh, benevolently at everything that we're doing at everything that we're trying to do everything that we're preparing within ourselves and within our environment as we get ready for for Rosh Hashanah which in case you don't know is uh, begins on Sunday night this uh, coming week Sunday night Monday and Tuesday of course are the days of of uh, of, of Rosh Hashanah, which usher in the period of the uh, Aseret Yemei HaTshuva, the 10 days of repentance, the 10 days where we actually uh, do the work necessary of repairing the damage that we've done to ourselves over the past uh, over the past uh, over the past year. But let's let's start with a little idea on on the Parsha, which is very very tied up with. Uh, what we need to be doing in preparation for Shana. And, and it's, it's, it's a little bit of a different slant, I think, than we, we usually take where we usually talk about building ourselves up and doing a little extra and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, grabbing an extra, an extra mitzvah or, or, or a bit of chesed. This is perhaps something on, on the other side of the coin, but equally as vital, equally as important, and, and we'll see equally as, as doable Although sometimes a little bit of a uh, of a of a challenge in in the Pasha, we talk about ki ha mitzvah hazos. This mitzvah, Asher Nechi Mitzav Chayom, which I am commanding you today, loy neflesi mimcha. It's not too wondrous for you, v'loy rechoykahi. It's not too far away, loy bashemaimhi. It's not in the heavens, v'loy me'ever layom. It's not across the the sea and then it says ki it's very very close to you you have the ability to uh, in your heart and your mouth to uh, to uh, to do it 
And there's a, there's a discussion amongst the, the classic commentaries. What, what is the main intent of this, uh, of these psukim? What, what are we talking about? What's, uh, ki this, this matter? What matter? So, uh, uh, some of the commentaries say that this is referring to the, the mitzvah of, of learning, of learning, uh, of learning Torah. Others say it's talking about the, the tshuva it, uh, itself. So, Let's let's take perhaps the attitude that it's referring to to the Torah, and let's perhaps try to interpret these uh, these psukim in what may be a slightly different way of of of, of looking of looking at at it. You know, we live in 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 a society where where there are very little controls, there are very little things that that uh, we we. Uh, Make campaigns to try to stop and try to to control. I mean, I remember when uh, when we were growing up, you know, it was a big thing. Uh, where they used to say, "Say no to uh, to drugs," and that was kind of the the feverish uh, kind of public outcry, you know, uh, to to the youth. But that was that was twenty that was twenty years ago. Um, now we don't really uh, say. No, we don't. We don't hear the leaders of our uh, uh, moral, uh, 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 you know, campaigns or, or religious campaigns, uh, you know, saying saying any kind of a chance across across the uh, across the uh, the nation. Um, there was a long time ago, yes, a, a plea to 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 teenagers to the youth to avoid kind of uh, certain kinds of immoral immoral behavior, but uh, unfortunately, with the uh, Kind of constant moral decay that we uh, uh, find ourselves and the and the permissiveness generally of society. So uh, all this has uh, consequently uh, vanished and kind of evaporated. And now the the, uh, the you know the norm is uh, the norm is you do what you want. There, there are very very few holy grails, very very few holy holy things that that are absolute. You know. It, it's okay to sort of come out of out of the closet about all sorts of uh, all sorts of things. You can even reach high office. You can become an important person with all sorts of things against your character, and that's that's considered to be uh, okay. You know, um, not too many other religions have that many no's in their in their religion. However, in 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 the Torah, we know. That we have three hundred and sixty-five, uh, you know, thou shalt not things that you shouldn't do, and and together with that kind of a uh, thousand of uh, rabbinic protective fences to to uh, save one from transgressing uh, what is Hashem's Hashem's uh, Hashem's will. But it's not even that; it's not even just. Uh, uh, Controlling ourselves not to do the things that the Torah that the Torah forbids. You know, we read that uh, our our forefather Lovan, uh, sorry, our forefather Yaakov, spent uh, just over twenty years in in the house of of uh, of Lovan, of his shver, uh, of his uh, father-in-law, uh, uh, Lovan, and then afterwards uh, when when. Uh, Contemplating a a meeting with uh, with uh, Esav, told him that Im Lovan Garti, 
I lived with Lovan and and uh, the commentators say Vitariag mitzvah shamarti and I kept all 613 mitzvahs and I never learnt from his from his bad from his bad ways and the obvious question is well what does that last phrase actually add that was wasn't already included in the previous phrase? If you kept all the targumists, then obviously you didn't go down the path that he was going. You weren't doing the things that that lover was doing, because otherwise you wouldn't have been keeping you wouldn't have been keeping Torah. So the 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 teretz, the answer that is given is that when we talk about the interpretation of the words loy lamaratim means. I learned to say no in response to all of Lavan's bad deeds that that uh, that were going on, everything that they were that was happening there, even those things that were not in direct contradistinction or in direct contradiction to any of the Tariag mitzvahs. Nevertheless, I, I I learned the 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 concept of 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 self control. Of being able to tell myself, no, there's certain things that sepasachnish that are not that are not correct for a for a Jew to do, and I didn't do it. In other words, Yaakov uh, 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 made a a, a a a protest even against not only the 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 a, a violation of of the mitzvot, but against any of the lifestyle or or the or the uh, or the midas that Lavan had embraced. And he wouldn't, uh, you know, anything that he felt that would distance him from from Hashem, and that wasn't the proper conduct of someone who who considered himself a, a, a ben Torah, someone con, uh, who's connected to to Hashem. He refrained. He refrained from uh, from from that. And you know, it's interesting that the the. Uh, 365 negative commandments we know correspond to the 365 days in the in the sun's in the sun cycle and perhaps the the uh, the uh, the teaching is that the ability to say no is is sort of is compared to the to the sun and it's it's that ability to say no brings real light and 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 uh, kind of fosters the the growth, the spiritual growth, just just like light and sun brings light and growth. So too the ability to to adhere to the things that Torah says we shouldn't do that brings real real growth. Without the kind of self control, so uh, then you get this uh, this uh, sort of selfish, egotistical kind of a generation that that's drive for is for power and for you know just an un sort of quenchable craving for all the pleasures and gratifications that cause mankind to really self, self-destruct. And in fact, Hashem tells us, uh, we, we, we sing it together during the, during the davening of Rosh Hashanah, Zocharti loch, chesed nuraycha. I remember the kindness of, of your youth. Avas kaluloi soyich. And the the uh, that you know, your your the, your your all encompassing love lechtech acharai b'amidbo that you followed me into a desert be'eretz loy zerua and uh, you followed me into 
a land which literally says was not was not uh, was not planted. But I saw uh, uh, one of the one of the interpretations of the, of the pasuk is that when you went into the desert, when you went into the midbar Sinai to receive the Torah, so uh, what is the Torah? The Torah is compared to a land asher loy zeruah, where the word no is planted everywhere you walk, right? You can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. And yet, we accepted, uh, the Torah, we accepted such a, a lifestyle upon yourselves, and that's the, that's the praise, the chaitel chesed, that's the great kindness that Hashem remembers about us, that we, that we undertook, that we undertook, uh, that kind of, uh, that, that behavior. And, uh, it's interesting that the word loy and the word kel, Hashem's name are actually the same, the same letters. In other words, there's a, there's a, a, a greater siyata deshmai. There's a greater ability for a person to, to grow and, and to help fight, uh, uh, condescending and, 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 uh, and chasashon falling prey to the negative commandments even more than to do the the positive the positive uh, commandments, you know the 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 Gemara says that uh, in Sukkah that says B'chol Yom Yitzrash Adam every single day, the Yitzhar of a person Nisqabral of gets stronger and stronger and stronger. He's a wily old foe that's been around for five thousand seven hundred seventy-eight years. He knows everything. And if it wasn't for the fact that Hashem helps us, Loi Hoya Yocholoi. Right, we wouldn't be able to overcome him. Behind the seven, that's what the Gemara, uh, uh, that's what the pasuk says in uh, in uh, in Tehillim. Vashem loy yazven biyaday. Hakadosh Baruch will not allow us to fall into his hand. In other words, the Torah is telling us that Hashem gives us special Hashem's loy, the ability to to uh, to to say. No, to be able to control ourselves, to be able to curb our, our natural desires, Yazvenu will help him by, by making the, these, this, this no, you know, in, in his control. Because, uh, because Ozav, Ozav means to, to Ozav Tazi. It helps us. Hashem, Hashem, Hashem actually helps us to say, to say, you no, know, if a person wants to, if a person wants to, sets his mind as part of his avoider, that not only do I want to build up and, and do more, I want to exert a little bit of self-control. I want to, you know, the areas where I think I'm not being strong enough, the areas where maybe I'm, I'm, I'm involved in looking at things or, or spending time in doing things that I, that I shouldn't be doing. This is the time. This is the time where we can, we can make a big, a big, a big difference. So, in other words, the, the ability for one to restrain himself from getting, I don't know, angry from, from, uh, 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 you know, to, to maintain, uh, 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 to, to maintain godliness. Chazal explained on, on the word, uh, not only means extreme, extreme, uh, 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 strength, but it also be read as almim, that sometimes we have to keep quiet. Sometimes things are said or things are, are done that may upset us, that may, that may, uh, that may cause us to want to, that want to, uh, 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 react. But Hashem, we have to remember that Hashem is the most, 
uh, wondrous existence, and he, in spite of the fact that we are doing all kinds of terrible things, he remains silent, he puts up with the, with all of our nonsense, and therefore bids us also. Sometimes we have to bite our lip and just and just not say something, even even if you want to. And and those are are really two sides of the same coin that that are that are that's called that's called uh, uh, godliness. You know, in in the world of of Bechira, of choice, as as we see as we see and and uh, and know it, that all came from the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, had to restrict. His light had to constrict his light in this uh, in the in the in this world. If if if, if Hashem had uh, uh, allowed his full presence to be manifest in this in in this world, so man was created but like in the image in the image of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, So then uh, uh, there would be no there would be no no issue. But with with the with the hidden light, there we have an, an opportunity to kind of flex. Our, our our muscles and and work with our with our with our uh, our our midas and uh, and work it out. So so we, so we have to be able to say, we have to be able to say no. We have to be able to say no to our mouth when we want to say certain things. We have to be able to say no to to you know things we want to look at or or, or listen to or or be involved in, and that is part of what the Torah is really is really telling us. Now now we can actually. Come back and uh, and revisit the pasuk that we uh, we uh, we started here and and the Torah says ki uh, this this mitzvah of, of coming to Hashem having a relation with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Number one layami. In other words, for one to be able to say light with an aleph no to all of his evil. Evil urges all the things the Yetzirah uh, tries to convince you are so important that you should be doing. So first of all, one has to realize that it is it, it's it's to do that is is really a, an incredible heavenly and divine manifestation of of the neshama that dwells within man. Only one, only one who really knows Hakadosh Baruch and perhaps play on the word of. No, K and a W and and the N O. So, uh, uh, really, kind of possesses the capacity to say no to his to his Yetzirah whenever whenever he needs to. When every challenge comes up, and 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 he has to uh, stand up and refute the Yetzirah, one is given to to the ability and the Siyatashmai to refuse what what the Yetzirah. What the Yetzirah was, and and you have to remember that when one realizes that he has within himself the 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 ability, the the tzelim elokim, then then his no kind of response to to the Yetzirah could carry him mamish over over an entire sea of of challenge, over an entire sea of choppy waves to to the great place, and the shayfa of Rosh Hashanah. Is really a call to us to remember that just like the Rebbeinu Shlalem, a blue in Hashanah into Adam Marishan on that first Rosh Hashanah when the world was created, so too we bring this awareness to ourselves every Rosh Hashanah, which is the anniversary of of of, of that creation, to remind us of our Kaddish Baruch of of our 
a, a nature that is so like Hakadosh Baruch. As the Rambam says, we have to wake ourselves up. We have to not get not get mired into this into this uh, into this world. Remember your Creator and look at your own and look at your own uh, your own souls. You know the the Chasam Seifer. Also, we'll just end with this: that uh, you know when so often we find we make all these wonderful Rosh Hashanah resolutions. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And uh, they don't always last that that long. And the Chassam service says yes, because uh, uh, because we 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 undertake to do positive things, we get some siyat But he says if we undertook to try to control something, try to control a certain media, a certain behavior, a certain attitude, or a certain thing that we might be doing that that we know ourselves is 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 uh, is not permitted we get a tremendous tremendous amount of siatajmaya and bezdashem will be able to to uh to use that as as the uh, the the weapon we can stand before Akadashbroku and say Akadashbroku, I'm on your team, I wanna be part of, of what's going on in your world and I'm and I'm gonna try a lot harder to 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 use my godly ability to say no, to control myself. It's all in our hearts and all in our mind, and it's all there for us to do. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about the laws of the blowing of the shofar as it pertains to us very practically. But we're first going to take a break. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9, the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, we are back on your radio here in Johannesburg, South Africa, on uh, what has turned out to be quite a you know, bit of rainy, beautiful sort of era uh, uh, of Shabbos, a uh, bit early for the rain than we uh, we expected, but it's certainly a welcome respite, I think, to uh, everybody. Uh, this week is Erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Nitzavim. We read just Nitzavim uh, this week. Sometimes we read both Nitzavim and Layelach this week. It's just Nitzavim, the important times you need to know. Uh, candle lighting today is no later than 5.39, 21 minutes before before 6 o'clock. Got to have them on by then. Earlier, if at all possible. That will be really, really great. Last Shabbos of the year. Come on, let's get our act together and not be running like uh, sort of headless chickens into the last minute. Let's sort of get it, get it together and, and try to uh, a little bit more serenely uh, accept the Shabbos perhaps a couple of minutes before before the time, uh, Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 29 minutes past 6. 6.29 is the end of, uh, of Shabbos. Tomorrow, of course, is the, we read the, the last, the finale of the seven special haftorahs of, uh, of, uh, of, of comfort. So, so assist Bashem. We rejoice with, with the Rabbi Islam and, and, and as we, as we, uh, get ready, for Rosh Hashanah, there is there is a rejoicing, there is a, a happiness about the relationship we have with with the Rabbanu Shlomo, and then of course we go straight into Erev Rosh Hashanah. Of course, Sunday morning, uh, early start. It's the uh, long davening, the long slichot of Erev uh, of Erev Rosh Hashanah, and of course a very very busy day. Lots of things to uh, lots of things to do, lots of mitzvahs to do, lots of preparation to uh to 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 get through so uh kind of 
Hashem has given us this Shabbos uh, as a bit of a respite, a bit of a time to sort of get our thoughts together, get our get our minds in in place for the upcoming for the upcoming week, for the upcoming uh, uh, days of of, uh, of of Chag and and, uh, and of challenge and, and of judgment. Perhaps just a few words about the uh, the mitzvah of of shofar, which is probably the most important mitzvah of the uh, of the day of of shofar, and particularly how it pertains to uh, our observance of the uh, of the uh, of, of of the mitzvah. So we know that obviously the the shofar has to be blown during the day. Rosh Hashanah cannot be blown at night it's based on the Pesach. The Pesach says U'v'achoydesh ha-shvi be'echod l'achoydesh yoyim t'ruo yelechem A day of shofar blowing it shall be for you and therefore the earliest time to blow the shofar would be in the morning at uh, at uh, at sunset, which at sunset, at sunrise, when the sun first becomes uh, evident over the uh, over the horizon, uh, if for whatever reason one did it before that, as long as it was after the uh, the rising of the uh, of the dawn, when the very very first light comes, so the Allah says you have already fulfilled your your obligation, and if somehow you don't get around to do it until sunset. Uh, for whatever reason, so then you would be even allowed to blow between sunset and nightfall, but then without without a uh, without a uh, a, a bracha. And that's based on the Gemara in uh, in uh, in Megillah. Um, right, Chacham um, made a a takon. They made a decree that we blow the shofar. Uh, Communally in, in shul as part of the Tvilis Musaf before Musaf and then again during Musaf and the, uh, the place can, the place can bring down that for whatever reason, even if someone is not able to daven together with a, uh, a minion and therefore, uh, will not be able to hear the shofar kind of in connection and conjunction with the, with the brachot, with the amidah. Of of Musaf, nevertheless, he still has an obligation uh, uh, to blow the shofar, and ideally, he should wait until after the first three hours of the day, because brought in this forum that in the first three hours of the day, the judgment of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is very strong, and if you wait a little bit longer, it uh, gets a little bit sweeter, gets a little bit uh, gets a little bit. Uh, Easier for 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 us. Now, we know, of course, that men, uh, all men over the age of of bar mitzvah of thirteen, are obligated to fulfill this uh, this mitzvah. Uh, strictly speaking, women are exempt because uh, tkiat shofar is a mitzvah that is strictly controlled by time. It only applies on the two days of uh, of Rosh Hashanah during during the uh, the day, and uh, and therefore women are generally uh, exempt, but certainly uh, women who want to hear the shofar fulfill a uh, a uh, a mitzvah, and they get reward 
for doing this. It's not just that they once once a person, any person who puts himself forward to do a mitzvah, even if they're not obligated, Hashem takes that into consideration and certainly gives them a tremendous reward. And it's come to the point where the the custom is amongst most amongst most women that they have uh, voluntarily accepted upon themselves that they're going to fulfill they're going to fulfill this uh, this mitzvah. And there's a whole discussion regarding the the making of the uh, of the bracha. Some say that the bracha that we make of the Shmaya Kol Shoifer was only instituted for men who are actually obligated in the mitzvah, but a woman, uh, even if she has someone blow for her, should not make a bracha. And therefore, similarly, when if, if, a, if a man is blowing for women, according to this opinion, then he uh, he shouldn't make make a bracha, and and uh, that is generally the the meaning of the sfardim that for women we don't we don't make make a bracha. However, others say that even though women are exempt since they have. Uh, accepted upon themselves, and they fulfill the mitzvah in so doing, so then they have the same uh, 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 need to make a bracha before they fulfill the mitzvah, and that is in fact the uh, the mitzvah amongst the Yashkenazim, that a woman who blows for herself, or has someone blow for her, should make a bracha, or if a man blows for women, so then ideally one of the women should make a bracha on behalf of of all the uh, of all the women, we'll come back with a little few words about uh, uh, children and shayfer in a moment. This is one one point nine, uh, soul to soul on High FM. Don't run away. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. One one point nine High FM. We are back on your radio. Thank you so much for being with us. We're talking just a little bit about some of the laws of 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 shayfers. We spoke about. Women in terms of, of children, so a child who is already reached the age where he is, needs to be trained in, uh, in mitzvahs. So of course, like all other mitzvahs, it's a mitzvah to educate him to try to fulfill the, uh, the mitzvah. What age is that? So it's at an age where he begins to understand that it's a mitzvah to hear the uh, the sounds of the of of the shofar, maybe he understands what they are, the tkiya shvarim, true tkiya, etc., and uh, that he has to hear them three times uh, before he is old enough to understand this. So there's no mitzvah at all to educate him in uh, in mitzvahs, and but nevertheless, uh, obviously, if he's able to. Stand quietly without uh, fidgeting, without making a noise, and without uh, interrupting or disturbing other people who are davening. So, of course, it would be a wonderful thing to bring him to hear the, the shayfer so that he can absorb a little bit of the, uh, of the, uh, you know, the atmosphere of, of what Rosh Hashanah is like, of, is like in Shul. But a, a child, who is unable to remain quiet in shul? It's it's simply forbidden and simply just a, a completely selfish to bring such a child to uh, to to the shul 
at the time of the tzki or even during the davening, because it, if it's going to in any way cause uh, uh, other people who want to daven and who want to really take advantage of the of the atmosphere and the, and the opportunity of the day uh, uh, to get to get into it, and if, uh, if shouting, screaming children are going to uh, are going to deter that, then that that is a real a real uh, a real problem, and uh, you know if children need to be home. And then someone needs to be with them, which of course is ideal because it's such a special day. Why would you want to leave your children home with a, uh, you know, an employee or something? Surely uh, you want to be with them. Then uh, that means that uh, the place where you are in, meant to spend Rosh Hashanah, where you're sort of where Hashem has placed you, is uh, is at home. With our children, making it a special day for them, read some books together, talk about what what it means, you know, play play some meaningful uh, activities activities with them. That, you know, is 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 a far 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 more important and far more worthwhile way to spend the day than you know the parents go to school and the kids run wild outside and irritate uh, everybody. Obviously, the other people in school, you know, need to do their own work on on. Uh, not getting so irritated, but still to 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 uh, be in a situation like that, one has to think very very carefully how one is going to uh, to uh, to happen. Uh, once one has already fulfilled the mitzvah of hearing the uh, the shofar, so then the shofar should be put away, and it should not be blown unless uh, uh, unless it's absolutely necessary. Because uh, once the mitzvah is done, then just playing on a shofar. Is considered to be a a weekday, a weekday a- activity. However, uh, interestingly enough, Allah says that if one sees a or a, one becomes aware of the fact that a child is is playing with or blowing with the uh, with the shofar, one doesn't have to uh, one doesn't have to stop them, uh, and and they be allowed to blow shofar the whole uh, the whole day, so that they'll know what to do when they when they uh, when they uh, when they grow up, they'll know how to blow. But uh, again, uh, be careful if the people in the neighborhood who might be, uh, uh, you know, exhausted from dominating and wanting to take a little bit of a of a rest. One certainly has to uh, take that into consideration and not have a uh, you know a chauffeur blowing party uh, during during that that time. Anyway, the clock says that we need to we need to go, and there's still lots to do on Erev Shabbos. So I want to just really take the opportunity, firstly. Uh, Thanking you all, our radio family, for for joining and listening to the show, and uh, those who participate occasionally for for participating, and uh, not only for this week, but uh, for for the entire for the entire uh, Ches that we've had, and Baruch Shem, for previous years. But before that, it's it's been a been a privilege to have this time this time to uh, together, and uh, I guess just on behalf of of. Uh, Craig and you know all the employees in the whole station. We really just want to take the opportunity of wishing our entire, our entire listening audience and all your and all those associated with you that the Rebbeinu Shlom should bench us all, should should give us a, a blessing for a a beautiful a beautiful Shana Tava, a, a beautiful new year, a year full of all the brachas we need, a year full of first and foremost of health. 
because we, when without health it's it's so difficult to 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 do anything else and and you know parnasa you with the means to be able to do the things we need we need to do and year of of nachas where we get real joy and pleasure from all those who we love from 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 parents from from siblings from spouses from 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 children from those who we have a close a close uh, relationship with a year of, of growth in in our in our in our spirituality a year where we take the opportunities that are given to us to to learn a little bit more to know a little bit more and as we speak before to exert a little bit more control over ourselves and obviously uh, ultimately the great gift of that the God's greatest gift which is the gift of peace and that's both external and internal peace the kind of peace that allows us and facilitates us the ability to be able to appreciate and enjoy and benefit from all the blessings that God gives us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being with us. A good Shabbos, a good Yonta, for the Shana Toivitika, to all of our radio family and Gantz Klai Israel.